to a martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Yeah! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, Paul, 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 I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Uh, yeah, we just came back from watching Raging Fire uh, at the New York Asian Film Festival. This is the Yay. advanced screening. And the, I think the movie's coming out this Friday uh, for a limited release. So yep. this is our very special episode. Uh, special in the sense that this will obviously be a little bit more of a general review. I think that it'll probably not be wise for us to break down all the action one because it's a relatively new release or it's upcoming release and two uh we don't have the movie in front of us so we can't (laughs) memorize everything yeah so what people may not realize is when we speak about the action we are kind of watching it live on our own computers while we're discussing it so we can talk about specifics we can go back we can go forward and whatnot but we have to go strictly on memory right now. And we've done this for a few episodes. Uh, yeah. We've done this for Triple Threat. We've done this for uh, Fury. Fury, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. While. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, we, we, ha- we haven't always done it like this. We, we used to go strictly on memory. Mm-hmm. And right. we still managed to make long you know podcast episodes out of it so uh who knows maybe maybe our skills got worse because we were watching the fights uh with this you know visual assistance i say that our skills have improved we just talk a lot <laughs> that's what it comes down to sure uh yeah uh raging fire um it's kind of a martial arts movie right kind of martial arts in it Mm-hmm. And so it's martial arts adjacent. I adjacent, would say yeah. it's more of an action film along the lines of John Wick, where John Wick is heavy on the action, but it also does contain martial arts and it does contain fight scenes. I would say this is a, more along the lines of like maybe John Wick 2 mm-hmm. and kind of 3, where 3 had a lot more action or it had a lot more fight scenes, like real martial arts fights. Right. This one, uh, it, it, it kind of leans a little more towards the action side, though. Absolutely. And, yeah, there's a lot more gunplay in the movie than actual martial arts. Uh, well, like, strictly martial arts scenes. I believe that the movie, like, does excel in both, surprisingly, uh, when there actually is enough of them. Uh, and this is directed by the late Benny Chan in his final directing, well, final film ever. Uh, who unfortunately passed away, I believe, last year. Um, Which begs the question, like, did they film this when COVID was happening? Or, like, this is pre-pandemic or not? Because I was actually surprised with the amount um, uh, of of extras and and cast members on set. So I was very curious if this was, like, done a long time ago. Uh, Because, you know, obviously post-production does take a while. But, uh, right. Uh, well, my understanding is he wasn't there for post-production mm. work. He finished all his directing duties, but when it came to assembling the film because of his illness, unfortunately, he couldn't be a part of that. And then, yeah. you know, he, he passed. 
Yeah, and I think that's another reason why we had to cover this movie. Um, because, I mean, it is in the most loose sense a martial arts movie. Because there is martial arts, but typically... I mean, if we were, if I had the movie in front of us and we were to talk about all the action scenes, I, I mean, we kind of we would be shortchanged a little bit because we'd be like, oh, there's two fight scenes, and <laughs> like <laughs> on a more um, technical level. But uh, yeah, I, mean, I feel like uh, if you're a martial arts enthusiast, you can still get some enjoyment out of the movie. Um, and there's just more broad sense action throughout the whole movie. But the real selling point of the film is the story which I found really, really engaging throughout the whole film. Uh, right? I don't know if I would agree with you there. I think, no? I think the main selling point is the action, for me oh. at least. Okay. But <laughs> the fact that the story is engaging helps the film feel like a whole. Sure. It's not just, oh, check out this movie. You can turn your brain off, but when the action <laughs> happens, uh, the action's great. Uh, when we were watching this in the theaters, I was pretty compelled the whole time, you know, following the characters along, trying to figure out what's happening, how they, you know, intertwines, because they don't exactly divulge all the information to us uh, right off the bat. There is a little bit of mystery as to who the villains are. Like, we, mm. th they, don't, they don't exactly tell us that right away. Right, right. Well... Let's uh, break down the story in a very broad sense because, again, upcoming release, and yeah, they don't feel like it'd be worthy of actually like, breaking down and spoiling it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Really simple story, uh, like from uh, like a, a more over high level. Uh, Nicholas Say is wronged by uh, his entire police squad because him and his comrades are told to divulge uh, retrieve information with any means possible so he does something that's kind of off the books it's off the books but it's also uh like he can get highly re reprimanded for it which he Without, does he, he gets highly reprimanded yeah yeah and he goes to prison for it uh, him and his his comrades uh you know it's see some time in jail and they come out and they're bitter about it because all everyone who told them that they would be completely uh covered their asses would be covered uh lied they they including donnie donnie was actually the final testimony um that uh you know forced the, uh, basically was the guilty verdict so yeah it's just nicholas say who is basically the main bad guy he is our main villain uh, but for, he's a sympathetic one. Like, you can empathize with him um, throughout the whole film. And I loved his performance in this movie because he is very intense. He is he does a really, you know, pretty good job throughout the whole film. But at the same time, he has, like, this deep-rooted cheese throughout the whole movie. <laughs> I don't know if you, you got that. Like, you know, like you were, you were mentioning about his, his laugh yesterday, uh, like, being an example of it. Right, like uh, he has that like that villain laugh. Right, you're also kind of drunk afterwards. Yeah, I don't remember yesterday it. too much because we got really wasted <laughs> while watching the movie as well. Not that I don't remember the movie at all. I I can't remember what I said to you. Oh, okay. Well, afterwards when we had man, this is the that was the discussion we should have had afterwards because we were wasted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I remember you saying like uh, Nicholas say had this 
like very cartoonish villain laugh. Um, and that's kind of how I felt about his performance. It was like, for the most part, he does a phenomenal job. Um, and then every once in a while, he does play up. He, I wouldn't say he hams it up, but he does play a little bit of like like super villainous character. Um, but well, it seems I, like he's like kind of having fun with it. You know, yeah. he's not just mm-hmm. bad guy. There, there are some layers to him. Right. We he is sympathetic because we understand the police department pretty much threw him under the bus even though he was obeying orders. And so obviously when you have a story like this, when you have a police drama like this, like this is how you make a relatable character, you know, somebody who's been wronged and we all, we all get it, you know, like if, if you were deceived in this way, automatically you're going to feel something you're going to be like, okay, well, yes, he was, he was wrong. He was thrown under the bus, like I mentioned. So that's that character attachment that the audience needs. Yes. And then there's Donnie, who is our main lead. Uh, he is kind of... Oh, I, I guess his dilemma is... Yeah, like obviously, he's on the side of the law. But, I, I mean, as the movie progresses, he realizes, you know, sometimes you aren't supposed to just obey orders blindly, right? There's sometimes a gray area, which he does in the movie, as all cop procedurals do. Uh, well, he's, he he's a monologue. Depic- yeah, well, he's depicted as the... How, how would you say He's this? almost like the good cop. He's, he's the, well, he's he, the by-the-book kind of guy. Yeah, he's too good of a cop because the movie in the beginning shows that he is, you know, there's an opportunity for him to get swayed into the wrong side mm-hmm. to look the other way, we'll say, right? right. And he's like, nope, not going to do it. And it, you know, kind of ruffles a lot of feathers. So that creates, that's a pretty broad stroke in painting a picture of that character. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I think I think that this is all surrounding the fact that the story I thought was relatively engaging, although it is not without its flaws. Uh, in that it's, I feel the length throughout the whole film. Uh, we we walked out of it, and I thought, man, I, this feels like over two hours, and I'm pretty sure it was. Um, I would say that there are certain sw- swaths of scenes that just could be totally omitted <laughs> i don't remember them exactly but i remember feeling like okay what was the point of that scene uh and that's just minor nitpicks right because uh you know i yeah, feel like yeah. this whole movie could just be easily uh, like truncated by 10 to 15 minutes but you know all in all like i still found the movie generally enjoyable um and I, I just, that's because the drama is pretty well done yeah right? i think for me what probably should have been nixed or edited out was donnie's team who Mm. you know there there's i guess there's like five members on each side of the team let's just say five and it's mainly the donnie and nicholas say show like even though it's very clear that there's members on both sides they kind of have struggles they have lines of dialogue i don't remember any of them (laughs) right there's like female cop and then four male cops i think at one point there is some sort of argument between them, yep. but ultimately they they could have been uh, removed from the movie and it wouldn't have changed anything for me. Yeah, no, I agree. I completely agree with that. Um, yeah, this is, there's, there is a lot of character. Well, there are a lot of characters throughout the whole film, some of which I feel are necessary because they're story driven and other ones, they're just kind of just window dressing, right? They're just yeah. kind of there. I don't even think there's any, they're, given any names like some of the 
Well, I'm sure they supports. were, but you know, we can't even sure. recall them. So. <laughs> that is very true. Um, but yeah, I I generally liked the film. I thought it was pretty well done. Uh, I don't really have all that much to say about the uh, the drama. Like, I thought that was rel- relatively well well done. Um, but the action. It, there's a lot of it. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of it, uh, and one of which takes place in the police story mall, Wing On Plaza, which um, I, I don't know if anyone knows this, is the final scene from um, Police Story, the first one, where Jackie descends from the top floor and you know f- falls to the ground. This movie kind of pl- pays homage to that, and without going to specifics, I thought you know that that was awesome. It was like, oh, as soon as you and I saw it in theater, like saw that scene, uh, saw the set, we're like, oh shit, that's the mall. That's like only you, like martial arts enthusiasts, would just be able to like immediately pick up on. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was pretty nice. cool to see. Yeah, 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 that was cool. Um, and. Yeah, I think that the uh, the action in general is is very heavy on the gunplay, right? But that's not to say that the kung fu or the martial arts in general, when they appear, isn't so bad. You know, like, I think it's you know done pretty well. I kind of wish there was a little bit more of it, but for what it's worth, I think that the movie does a pretty damn good job already. Right. Yeah, there is a lot of gunplay. Uh, it is, and this movie is action directed by Don Yen, uh, mind you. So even though there is a gunplay, there's a lot of times where people will get into short little scuffles and then continuing firing and whatnot. So it's, it's not like it's just everybody shooting everybody. Whenever two, you know, two adversaries kind of clash, they do try to fight each other off yeah. at times. So there's, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh, I don't know. I, I really don't know what else to say about the, uh, the what should we call it? The action from a general standpoint, like because I'm not the biggest like gun, like movie gun shootout kind of person. You know, like I don't I don't normally gravitate towards them. But I think the movie does a pretty good job when it does get down to it. Like with with the exception of like movies like the John Wick series, which you know combines martial arts with uh, with gun fu, I guess uh, on screen gun choreography. Uh, but this movie, like they, they change it up just enough uh, where I feel like it's it's well done. Um, it straddles a lot. Well, maybe straddles a line isn't exactly the way I want to uh, phrase it. It's like here is the line for that separates what's uh, realistic and grounded and what's hammy and cheesy action fodder. And this movie just like if this was the line it just goes up and down it's just constantly <laughs> straddling it but like in an extreme way um like in particular there is a, a a chase sequence in the movie where uh one of the characters is on a bike and he is they're basically doing kung fu on ve- <laughs> they're right, basically have- doing kung fu while they're on in their vehicles yeah uh, Nic- nicholas says on a motorcycle kind of straddled up to Donnie and in the car and they're both fighting each other. Yeah, that that's where things can get dangerously cheesy in <laughs> what is supposed to be for the most part a serious police drama slash yeah, action yeah. film. So Right, right. And I think that that's fine, uh, because 
you know, like that still straddles a line a little bit, you know, just closer to like somewhere in between. And then suddenly there's a scene where a child almost gets run over. Oh God. Yeah. That the whole audience like burst into laughter <laughs> during that moment. So yeah, yeah. There's, there are definitely like Hong Kong, uh, ish moments, Hong Kong, uh, mm. hilarity going on sometimes. And I, I don't think it's supposed to be, but maybe it is. Uh, who knows? Uh, yeah. If the whole audience is erupting into laughter, I don't. I don't know if it was the intended response. But uh, hey, it, it's fine. Um, they. I think that the the action in general is, is pretty damn good. I I think that the two martial arts scenes. Is it two? I guess it would be two, right? Like if like without actually talking. You know, like too specific about them um, are there's two that like really stand out. Like it's just strictly martial arts, and um, there's one uh, with Benny Lamb that I really do no, I do like because it's it's for those who don't remember Benny Lamb, he was in High Risk. Uh, we talked about him in previous movies before. Uh, this was the sewer fight, if you remember Zero, uh, mm, and right. yeah, no, like I, I like that one a lot. It was a lot. It was. Kind of obviously very grimy because everything was taking place in the sewers. Um, again, we can't really talk, break it down all that much, but that was pretty good. But obviously, there's one, there's a fight that happens with uh, Ken Lo, who is also in the movie as well. Um, so it was kind of nice that when I saw him, I was like, oh, okay, we're, we have another martial artist in the movie. He doesn't really fight all that much uh, between him and uh, his thugs versus. Nicholas Say and his thugs and that doesn't really last very long and then there's one I guess there's one final martial arts fight and that's obviously between Nicholas Say and Donnie and I appreciate that they did a really good job training Nicholas Say because I do not believe he's a, a tradition a trained martial artist he does a phenomenal job on screen yeah right? you could have fooled me he looked he looked phenomenal especially against Donnie Yen you know like that there's a danger of if you don't have a seasoned martial arts actor fighting a very seasoned martial arts actor like Donnie Yen, Donnie might have had to pick up all the slack and then maybe they might have just had to shoot a stunt double the whole time. But from what we could tell when we were watching it, I'm pretty positive that's that's Nicholas Say just doing almost all of it. Uh, I, I, they do lots of glamour shots. We always we almost always see his face. Yeah, there yeah. wasn't anything crazy that was being done where it was just behind the back very obviously trying to hide it you know hide the stunt double so right yeah good for him he he like that last fight that could have broke the movie right because yeah. when you have donnie yen uh, you know coming into action choreograph your film and then the whole movie it's not it's not a martial arts movie like we've been saying it's a little more action but there is martial arts sprinkled throughout so when you have this last fight, that's the big one, you know, that's where you put all your card, you know, all your uh, chips in for, and thankfully it's, you know, it's, it's awesome. It, it, <laughs> yeah. it keeps on changing. It's, it keeps on doing something different. And, uh, yeah, both, I thought both, both performers were very, very well, uh, in terms of just making it brutal and fun and just yeah. great to look at. Right, right. I mean, you, you, I see that you wrote down here that it's broken down into four sections. Uh, you do have pretty good memory, because. Uh, but 
I think that the first part is the one that I did wasn't a fan of. Mm, uh, so in the final fight, yeah, yeah. If you no are a not a spoiler, but oh, okay. So you want you don't want to no 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 no, no. At, not as a spoiler, but I'll just say that the first part wasn't I'm not a fan of because if you've heard my complaints about uh spl which again i love that movie but that <laughs> one fight that everyone seems to you know clip and send around and like oh look at this great knife fight i'm not a fan of that and i remember okay, i don't know if you remember because we were both drunk zero but we were talking about it after the movie and you said you like that you, you like that kind of fighting do you remember yes. your justifications for that? Yeah, no, no, I, I do remember. Surprisingly, I do remember uh, having that part of the conversation. <laughs> I just remember pizza and beer. That's what I remember <laughs> yeah. after the movie. I so so just 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 to set up context, um, you know, films are shot on twenty four frames a second. So when things are happening too fast, uh, sometimes it's hard to capture that in yeah. the amount of frames that are processed. So when you have two martial, arti mar martial artists swinging weapons at each other too quickly, it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't look good, you know, on on yeah. frame, yeah. on film. And I, I have a feeling that with the SPL fight, because Donnie and Wu Jing are just so fast and how erratic they are with their swipes and their move sets, it just it kind of looks like a big blur. Right, that, that it it is a big blur. <laughs> I don't think it kind of looks like it. It it is. Yeah, and, and there, there's also how it's shot as well. You know, if you have a if you had a if you have a some guy holding the camera as opposed to just like a you know a stationary camera, yeah. trying to capture the, all that movement on screen, like that can get trouble troublesome for somebody's eye if they can't you know keep up with it. I yeah. like fast knife choreography even if I can't catch it the first time because I like to go back and I like to look at how sure. fast it all is. Sure, sure. I like seeing I like seeing it as a big blur sometimes because if it's shot well enough, I can still, you know, I can kind of take myself back, rewatch it, and then really see the choreography because I appreciate how fast mm -hmm. they are because, you know, we don't really get that sometimes. Uh, we kind of mentioned in... An earlier episode, uh, Undercover Punch and Gun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There is a knife fight, and that, was great. that move, yeah, that's a good knife fight. It's it's different. They are intentionally sh slowing down the moves. You can see telegraphed swings because that's easier for your eyes to read, and then it you know it looks nice for the camera because it's it's going at a speed at which is capturable. With uh, SPL and then with this movie, Raging Fire the the first part of this fight where it's you know knife versus baton it's erratic but that helps sell that feeling like this is dire this is crazy i know you don't like it but for me no, don't <laughs> that works i think that works perfectly for what they're trying to accomplish I, i'm a big fan of choreography in terms of like actually seeing what i'm seeing like i i understand if there's a direness behind it like i still felt that way okay well i don't want anyone to get stabbed and when there is you know the, when there is a big blow or someone does get like punctured or injured or slashed like yeah i still feel it but i actually like seeing the movements there's like an artistry behind it and the artistry behind the actors performing it but also artistry and capturing on camera and this is the second time donnie's done or i've watched 
a movie that was directed by uh, action directed by him. And it's basically almost the same premise as the SPL fight, right? It's baton versus knives, a knife. Yeah. But this time it's two knives. Uh -huh. So it's even harder <laughs> to get, capture with your eyes what's happening. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I caught it. I got it. I understood right. it's very fast and it looks, it looks very fast on screen. And for some people, I think if you don't have like a really laser focused eye, you're going to miss a lot of that because yeah, I know I missed some of that too, I'm but I appreciate, <laughs> but I appreciate the speed because I know I want to go back and rewatch it. So sure. that, sure. that's like for some, that th this kind of, this kind of fight works for someone like me who realizes, okay, that's fast. Maybe I didn't get everything. I'm going to go back and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go frame by frame because that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. That that it's unfortunate that we don't have access to the movie on hand right now. But I from memory I'd say that I mean I very I remember being in theaters just peeking over to you and be like, All right, I hate this and you're like, I know you do <laughs> It was pretty obvious. But uh I would say for the most part I didn't mind it as much as the SPL fight because the SPL fight uh I mean, it looks gorgeous too, but it's because of the Benny the the cinematography in this movie is amazing like i think at times it, it looks stunning um and it's it's very unique like i always find the camera work to be so you know, like well done like i mean the action is always well shot and something about the camera work here was just always done in these these mids where you can always capture what's going on so even if i couldn't see the movements themselves at least i can see the actors do performing them I think that's important. That's a bit perfect, important distinction between this and SPL. Whereas SPL, like sometimes it'll be a little too close, and all I see is just I see like some movement, but I actually don't see the the weapons themselves. So I'm like, okay, what's or like vice versa, and I'll I'll be disoriented. Here, I don't feel like it's so much of a problem. Um, that's my minor nitpick. Obviously, there's more elements to that final fight. There's apparently <laughs> oh that's right there's a uh a, a hammer fight later uh, in the movie hammer versus i guess like makeshift bow staff scaffolding with a, equipment with a metal yeah. pipe yeah yeah it's, yeah, they're, it's they're fighting, fighting in a church a, in a church like a i don't know renovated church and yep. you know they're using makeshift weapons it's 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 a fun fight it's it slows down because mm. uh nicholas a is then fighting with the you know the heavy hammer so it becomes very very obvious like telegraph swings like you, you know he's doing overhead yeah, yeah. he's going to the side there's only so much you can do especially with mm -hmm. that with that hammer because it's you know very heavy on the one end so it just slows them down yeah but because it's slowed down they make up for it with uh, just you know even more environmental damage yeah 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 um yeah but i mean there's there's that element of at least we get some variety in the final fight right the I mean, we also, I guess in Donnie's later years, later as in like the past, more modern years, let's just say modern years, sure. uh, he's adopted a lot of like MMA-esque material in his choreography. So I was actually kind of happy that we saw that in the, the Benny Lamb fight, but we, uh, like in the Shantytown area, but we also see it between him and uh, Nicholas Say here. So I was pleasantly surprised to see that. And obviously, since he did their choreography, he also directed Nick Nicholas Say to also perform it on him too. So we got some like groundwork in there, some BJJ, some you know like ground and pound, like not just the, your traditional, very over the top hyper choreographed uh, movements, which I'm still a big fan of. But 
Donnie seems to have a really good handle on making on-screen modern martial arts look good. Um, Man, like brutal. there are so many brutal hits in this last. Fight. Oh yeah, <laughs> a- everyone was just like cringing and ooh, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. you get these like shots of Donnie just like kicking, like just a simple kick to the head, like just how like the camera kind of slightly zooms into it, or like when there's misses and he's like you know kicking away the like parts of the wall or parts of the wood. It's just oh man, it it was good. Like I think this this is what people wanted, you know. And yeah, it's yeah. great because he's getting older, but it it's like he's getting better. So that's like yeah, that, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it, well, I mean, Donnie's always had the he's he's strange because his career really took off in like the mid to late two thousands. Yeah, and it's like I mean, I guess he's kind of coasting right now, but like most people don't surge in their late. 40s and according to uh i mean yeah i guess it's true like now he's in his 50s like late 50s 58 so, yeah, he think, looks right? good yeah yeah um well it's crazy because he's 58 and then i i want to say that ken low might be of comparable age i mean they're both around that you know yeah that, i that, mean uh, think about it 80s like, hong kong era and he you know ken low he's got the white hair already yeah. so <laughs> that's probably not makeup that's probably his real natural hair Oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's he looks he's fine in the movie too. I, I think mm-hmm. that uh, I mean we're obviously glossing through a lot of action in the movie, right? So there are there again again there's a lot of cheese in it. There's a, a person who jumps on top of a, a grenade. There's someone behind uh, who jumps on top of him. Like oh, let's just let's just phrase it like that because that's not exactly how the movie it, it plays out. The movie it explodes. The person underneath dies, but the person on top of him doesn't. I think we it's action cheese. It's yeah, action cheese. Yeah, yeah. We were discussing this yesterday. I'm pretty sure the bottom person's gonna absorb all the shrapnel, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? Why don't you why don't you let us know? <laughs> don't test this out in person. Uh yeah, again, we're, we're we're glossing over a lot of it, but I think that's not the point of today's episode. We're not gonna go into all the specifics. I think that just breaking down the action on a more holistic high level is plenty good enough um and i do recommend the movie that is uh my general takeaway for this it was uh you know it's it's appropriate because um this would be a, a great send-off for benny chan as a final movie i think that this is uh all in all a pretty solid film it doesn't it's not flawless there's definitely problems with it with pacing sometimes scenes just drag on there's no need for certain scenes at all. Uh, the characterizations throughout the whole film, I mean, outside of being too many characters, I thought were fine. I think Nicholas Say's performance was great. Um, I think that the action is over the top <laughs> sometimes, but sometimes it's it's awesome. Uh, and, and there could have been a little bit more martial arts, but I think that as a general action movie, it's plenty good. I think that's uh, the movie is just uh, well, well worth it. So I say check it out, and that's my short, very short review of the movie. Zero. What are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I mean, same thing. We uh, I had a blast watching this with you, and that's not because I was intoxicated. It's because I <laughs> I did enjoy the movie. Uh, action, very very good. Um, uh, you kind of mentioned this earlier. You do feel the run the runtime a little bit. Uh, 
and that, but that's okay because you're still kind of engaged with the story. You're trying to figure out, okay, well, how are these characters connected? And they, they're, you know, they're just kind of teasing you along until ultimately, okay, well, this is how, this is how, this is how their relationship works. And you're like, okay, I get it. And yeah, uh, it, definitely a high recommend. Uh, it's coming out. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's getting a wide release, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's coming out Friday. Uh, what date is Friday? It uh, is the sometime. 13th. Friday the 13th. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if the there's a general interest in it. Uh, but, yeah. I, I say anyone who's listening right now, go check it out on yeah. Bad Luck Friday. Right. Yeah, I highly recommend. Uh, yeah, not, not to, you know, make fun of the late director. Be, but, yes, he... I'm glad he, this is his final film because... Mm-hmm. You know, uh, no offense. Well, not no offense. Like, unfortunately, if you're going to go out, you know, you want to go out with a bang, right? And I think yeah. I think he definitely does. Because his last movie was a children's animated film called Meow. And that is about uh, a cat, an alien cat from the planet Meow uh, befriends a human family on Earth and uh, shenanigans ensues. Also, shenanigans al- ensue oh that's 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 yeah the best also way the, to the alien it. cat has laser eyes and yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah I'm, I'm glad i'm glad betty chan's last film is raging fire and not meow <laughs> meow <laughs>